Welcome to the Vet Church Podcast, where the stories are sacred. To learn more about Vet Church, visit www.vetchurch.com. So the so that we have you know we had major rainstorms last night. Um, I, this morning there was like there was at least two um, notifications on my phone from our company webpage like. Oh my God, the dogs were freaking out last night, gave them the treats, and they just laid next to me the rest of the night. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, they're, they're good. They're, they're great for, you know, cash is fat. I don't know how much of the camera, or how much y- y'all got him with the camera, but he's five, he's fat, he's going to have back problems, joint problems, everything else like that. I give him CBD daily for a, uh, you know, as a kind of a preventative measure. He has no problem being chill and mellow and relaxing. He doesn't get excited about anything except for food. Um, the big guy and his other, his brother. Yeah, we've got pet birds too. I was by gonna the way. say that was like a mm-hmm. recording um, or something. We're in an aviary, just <laughs> yeah. you know. Nice. But yeah, like the the other, our other, this one and our other big guy. If it if they it, since the barometric pressure dropped by, mm-hmm. you know, just a tiny bit, they start pacing they and panning it. and drooling oh, yeah. and and uh, all it takes for them is one little CBD treat or I'll, I'll give them a little bit of the oil, and uh, and they. They're not great, but they're a lot better than they would be without it. Yeah. Like this guy on opening day of Dove season, Fourth of July and New Year's New Year's Eve, if he's not confined very well, he will chew or tear his way out of wherever he's at, so he quits hearing the pops. Um, he's done it before, and so on those days where there's going to be gunshots or fireworks, um, he's 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 on he's on it. <laughs> he's on the CBD. He's on the CBD. And, and that's a, a lot. one of the beauties of CBD is like, so I I have a little oil thing. It, when I'm in a state that it's legal in, if it's not legal, I don't have it. Don't bother pulling me over. So, you know, I mean, like, but so I take this thing out. I, I've got to move amps. I've got to do all that stuff. And you saw yeah. me, and and I was I'll fine. But I took all that CBD beforehand. And then, like, sometimes at night, I take just a little bit almost, not sometimes, almost every night that I'm in a state where I can have it, and my knees don't ache because I've had the ACLs replaced Mm -hmm. in both of them. And then with my back injury, sometimes I stand wrong and overcompensate. And it's it's almost like an as-needed thing. Yeah. If I'm super tired and I forget to take it and my body was fine, well, it's Mm -hmm. okay. You just, you know, you take it the next day. You know, and I don't have to run around with a thing full of, you know, like every time you get hurt, we'll take a, take a Tylenol. I don't even do that anymore. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's, I think it's great. I think this is a product that, I mean, God said, be fruitful and multiply. And, you know, it, you know, I want to think that like the be fruitful part wasn't just talking about sex, you know, it's, <laughs> I, if I look so over to you guys, but well, I'll look to the clergy for this one. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're we're going to sit over here and giggle. <laughs> but I think it's going out and, and enjoying life. Well, and look at, and look at like, look at the fruit. Look right. at the plants. Utilize look at the them. stuff that's growing around us. And, I mean, hey, Kate, would you, I'm going to have Kate shoot the film up just on this thing for just a second so you can see the top. There is... Beauty skincare, body lotion, animal tincture, cloud tincture, face and body, clear omisers. 
I mean, am I saying that? Clearomizers. Clearomizers. <laughs> water soluble capsules, face creams, eye serum. What's the cloud tincture there? Bear? So the cloud tincture is actually the the vegetable glycerin based oil. Um, it's so that's what we that's what we make our actual tincture for underneath the tongue with because you can also vape the product. So the vegetable glycerin is is the the base of the majority of of vape juice. Okay. Um, and it, it just happens to be a great carrier for CBD oil as well. So they combined them, uh, made a product that can be taken three different ways. That's when you see, like you did the cloud on your vape thing. A yeah, like so, so my vape is, is still nicotine. I, I quit smoking in January and- um, Weaning yourself down. Yeah, I've, I've gone from a 12 to a six. I think now this is like a two um, nicotine. I don't know if I'll ever get over the oral fixation, um, but like if I'm- Probably not. <laughs> this guy. Um, <laughs> I don't love you so much right now. Um, <laughs> but but I mean like like it's got to be better than choking down a pack and a half of heaters a day. You know like on all the money. Uh, the money it makes a big difference. Like you go buy another motorcycle. I I spend I spend forty or fifty bucks a month on that as opposed to I guess seven times thirty. 210 250 bucks mm-hmm. so it, it helps but Little, yeah that's, you know you're, you're getting near like half a payment on a nice harlers there there we go exactly yeah <laughs> i mean it's I, we chris and i have a 15 16 year old we're nowhere near the, like like that's where the money goes oh yeah <laughs> it goes to cheerleading and we love it like we we have fun watching our kids have fun play sports and stuff you know and that's something too that a lot of you know we do this because of post-traumatic stress and you know anybody can add anybody to one of these groups. Mm-hmm. It's just that simple. But it's a closed group because with post-traumatic stress, with moral injury, with depression, with anxiety, I mean, just overwhelming anxieties. I guess the best way of saying it. It's a place of respite and safety. Yeah, and and what we're talking about is like to get. I can't heal you. You can't heal. Nobody can heal another person. You can only journey with them when they want to heal from within yourself. Well, mm-hmm. there's a there's a there's an adage, you know, it takes a village, and that's that's what it means. Mm-hmm. I think you know everybody working together helps everybody. Heal. Well, and and I thought that's why I was. I, I mean, I really the concept do. Concept of church. Well, and I think you know, in in the, in the whole the scriptural context of church is this is church. Right. We have yes. glorified yes. God. Christ is with us. And we're we're not only glorifying God, we're promoting a reversal of fear, of of this anxious presence in our society that says, "Well, well, hang on a second. They used to say that marijuana was horrible. It'd make you want to eat a lot and have sex. We live in a society now where we're, we're not even eating real food anymore, and and the population is." I mean, we got like wide open spaces, plenty of room for kids, <laughs> and so like as 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 gentlemen that have served this country, we're trying real hard to tell folks this will help you. This is the kind of stuff, and and it's not just it's not. I, I got this little wheel thing out right because like I like it, and it says CBD. It's <laughs> it's not just a. Um, it's not just a CBD that I love you. What I hope you also see sitting here is four gentlemen, similar in different walks of life, coming together around good health, 
and good health promotes friendship, which creates better health. And and like, and and Dave saying, hey, the beauty of the, of maybe a box church that doesn't have any like, wow, I'm, I'm in this cool building. But, well, no, I mean, I was just talking about the building itself. Oh, yeah. Like, when you walk into this building, you're like, oh, I'm going to sit down here and I'm going to worship. Oh, and I can't do this and can't do that. And, right. and David's saying, hey, come see the beauty of the grandeur of the world of God. It's not as, you know, you come to a park, and we just, last, last week, we lost Notre Dame. It, beautiful. These buildings are awesome. You and I take people, cathedral, pilgrimages, we believe in that. But outside, like, you've chosen to start your church in this little lean-to thing in a, in a park where people work on their bodies and hang out. And then afterwards, and you know, I wasn't working out, but I had a good time. <laughs> and um, I was standing around, I played my guitar. And um, and there was somebody else there standing around a little yeah, bit. We yeah. did a little walk you back and forth. Stand around, isn't it? And then And then to say the prayers and then and they go eat and to sit together with people that you believe in. Fellowship. And you believe, well, if, if fellowship. Yeah. There has to be this bit of safety and a common purpose right. towards betterment. Right. And, and yeah, I was thinking the reason I became Episcopalian was because it was a church I could confess my sins in. Like I could feel there was nothing. Now I didn't stand up on Sunday morning and like, "Hello, everyone." <laughs> I don't Here see I you doing that at all. But, but I knew. I am but I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> I knew that if I went to anybody there in, that I knew and told them what was up, what was sat, what Saturday night was like. If I told them what Thursday night was like, I, if I told them, they'd be like, oh, wow. You know, they'd, they'd listen to me. Right. And it wouldn't be this automatic kind of judgment and condemnation. Because and, there's plenty of that in the so, world. So, Dave, I went to a, I went to a uh, Baptist high school, uh, Hyde Park. Oh, um, I know went, that place. <laughs> um, yeah, I went to Hyde Park Church as well. Um, wow. But I wasn't one of the kids who, who had been at the church from you know from kindergarten all the way raised up uh, i was i was kind of an outsider there now those kids were up to the same things on friday and saturday night that i was but um i wasn't as i wasn't as uh, undercover about it as they were and i would like you know i would even go party with those kids but when it got down to like the you know the the Sunday school teachers and everything else like that. Oh, there's that bad kid from South Austin. You know, <laughs> and it's like, like, or, you know, I, I hunted a lot uh, growing up. So between November and January, I wasn't at church on Sunday. I was at the ranch. Um, it was, it was, in the, which was kind of the beginning of my God is everywhere understanding of spirituality. Um, and, and, and I really enjoyed being out there on, su- on Sunday mornings, especially watching the sun come up, watching the, every, you know, that was my church. I would get back usually about this time of year and they'd be like, oh, missed you. Sure, yeah. sure has been a while. Passive look, aggressive. Look, look, oh, who, yeah. look who showed up. I was all passive aggressive all the time. Passive aggressive, I'm better than you because I'm yeah. just going to church. Yeah. Um, daddy's a deacon um, and we, you know, every Sunday, we all eat at Chili's with three other church families, so like we've <laughs> got to be pretty close to Jesus, you know. And like Chili's, and, and it was just like, <laughs> it was, oh, it, like that counts. There was all these things that you just that you just do if you're a member of Hyde Park Church, and yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you people are insane. It was the most judgmental 
Like, well, the reality is, is a sin is a sin is a sin. And you guys obviously know more about this than I do. But a sin is a sin is a sin is a sin. And it doesn't really matter. At that point, like, if you're judging me, you're sinning just as much as I am. And at the end of the day, <laughs> that's that is the problem. Yeah. The, like seriously, like no, you're running. Put yourself back where you belong and start talking to God, Jesus Christ. Stop judging me because obviously you need to know that you're doing something wrong as well. And, and the irony of it all is that 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 group of people made me want to do like made me want absolutely nothing to do with church and religion for five or six years. They are single-handedly responsible, well I shouldn't, I, I take personal responsibility, but they are very responsible for my not having that influence in my life from 18 to 25, 26 years old, yeah. because I didn't want anything to do with them. I thought they were all assholes. I couldn't stand them. And every church and, is that way now. And, and it's if, like, yeah, yeah and, and if they're like that, it's not like it's going to be any better anywhere else. And that's what I love about what you're doing, dude, because you're like, I always, always thought that it was, it would be more profound to just have church in a huge field mm-hmm. yeah. and just hang out. A couple people going out, sitting out in this big hay field, big fescue, sorry, big fescue field. And having all this tall hay sitting around you, just sitting in a circle, Love Bible it. talk, <laughs> and just, just, just fellowship. Yeah, that's what my idea of church, my, my hope church would have ever been. Yeah. But then you go into those churches, and you're like, and I've been there. I've got, I've pretty much looked at Episcopalian. I've looked at Catholicism, you know, um, baptism, shamanism, Taoism. Like I, I was looking for everything. And the reality is. I just love Jesus Christ, period. Yeah. That's it. I'm no better than anybody else. He had trouble with um, his own faith, you know, and his own religious leaders and um, Jesus. It's not about religion. Religion and faith are two different things. Yeah. Religion is, I don't know, religion is... It's hard growing up. I mean, I grew up in a church, school. My dad was the pastor. Just growing up is hard for every single human. And then you add to it a shame-based religion that that is all about your personal sexual mores and to conform to a particular version that really nobody follows exactly in life. But this is prescribed for you. We didn't do it, but you need to do it. And when you are forced into that, sin becomes this this weird, like, personal thing. And and sin is... It's the focal point of life. And, but all of that stuff is just looking for love. And maybe looking in the wrong places, but it's, it's a quest for love and belonging. All those Saturday nights when I got wasted and down on whatever street was the party street of the town, you know, those are all like quests for, for connection and love. and Some sort of fulfillment. Yeah. Absolutely, or just feeling okay. And, and these aren't things we should condemn people for. Yeah. This is, I mean, what sin to me now, sin is when is when I look to myself for, for fulfillment rather than look right. to fulfillment in relationships with others. Right. Sin is when I hurt people to get what I want, right. to, to get something from them so I can feel better. But, I mean, sin is like that kind of stuff that, sure. that actually you can do in, in church. You can do it all over the place. Yeah. Um, that's sin for me. So church has to be a... The only reason I came back to faith after Iraq, I came back, my wife had left me, 
Um, I was losing my job in the army as a chaplain. I, and I just had a lot of untreated PTSD where I couldn't like focus on anything. But I would go to, a friend of mine was an army chaplain who was a pastor at a church in DC. He was a rector of Christ Church in old Georgetown. It was an old church in DC. But um, I would take communion there. And I, I would go, the rest of the service, I don't remember any of it. It was like a blur. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. In fact, some There's of it I reacted I to. Things I gotta do. I just kind of followed the moat, but when I took communion and I ate that bread and I drank from that cup, I knew that God loved me in a way that I couldn't feel that anywhere isn't there, else. Isn't there something incredibly powerful about taking communion? So, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna confess real quick. So you sometimes so we get a we usually end up at, at a, like a non a non denominational uh, church of some sort. Um, we like going to a celebration and Round Rock a little bit. Yeah. Uh, my parents go to uh, uh, it was called Promised Land. Now it's a uh, Life Austin out in West Austin. Mm-hmm. But when they do communion, they have the pre, the pre-packaged communion packs that are that are. There's a little bit of grape juice with a, a wafer with plastic over the top of it. <laughs> the MRE of communion. The, the, yeah, the, it's exactly <laughs> what it is. So I'm not gonna lie. I, I in survival steal, situations, it might be okay. You know, I steal the blood and body of Christ every now and then to have just a few of those because. <laughs> just in case <laughs> they, they give you a, a bunch of them there, like, there's two in my there's two in my fridge right now um i knew this was gonna be good <laughs> wow but the reserve sacrament right there so, so i don't need i don't need the church around me to 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 take communion I, I don't need a pastor to give it to me um sometimes i need to feel christ's sacrifice for me yeah um, and I and I need it in a physical form, in, yeah. in, in, in a tangible form I can hold. I need to break. I need to break the, the the wafer, and I need to feel that. And then I need to feel it on my tongue. I need to wash it down with with Christ's blood. And and when I do that, I have a it, like. There's some fulfill, fulfillment in that. Yeah. You know, I, I I just there's something incredible, incredibly fulfilling and 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 touching to me about about taking communion it's yeah. always been something very important to me and when i get to a church that i haven't been to before and like i'm not real familiar with the different all the different um uh, denominations and and their practices on communion some of them do communion every week some do it so when i go to a strange church that i haven't been to before the first thing i always do is open up you know the flyer and say is there communion at this one wow it, it just it means something to me i, I don't preach know what it, it is preach <laughs> like, it like i like it yeah that's I mean, to me, it's, it's like such a physical thing. It's not about whether you feel something or about whether you love God today, or you hate God. It's, it's about, it's a presence mm-hmm. that's real. And one thing, I mean, the presiding bishop of our church, Michael Curry, his parents became Episcopalian because when they were dating, they were both Baptists and they were dating and they're, they're both black people and they were black people in a white church that day. And the Michael's father, was a Baptist and his wife was, I believe, attending the Episcopal Church. This is like in the 50s maybe in New York, upstate New York. And the chalice, the communion cup came down the line and white people were drinking out of it. And then they handed it to Michael's parents who were black and they drank out of it. And then white people drank out of it. And that was, he had never seen that before. Oh yeah, in the 50s, absolutely not. White people and black people drinking out of the same cup. Yeah. And to me, that's like the essence of communion with other people. Sure. You have right. to trust them. If you drink out of a cup together, 
you've got to trust each other. Oh yeah. yeah. And that's hard to do when you have oh, yeah. symptoms of these kinds of things. <laughs> well, totally. think about it this way. How many times were you on the base on the ship in the barracks and you saw a soda in a room full or, or a beer in a room full of dudes that they're all hanging out and drinking and you were like, and you didn't know exactly it was yours? Did, how many times did you describe it like, it'll be cool? Yeah. You didn't. I, depends on you the didn't. room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guess what? You have herpes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's why we use, people get on us for using silver chalices. They're all fancy. Uh -huh. We use silver because it's the, it's clean. It'll right. kill yeah. germs. We use port, 18% port. There's nothing. You can, I mean, even during the AIDS scare in the 80s, we nope. shared a common cup and yeah. nobody got HIV and AIDS from that. Right. And we all shared it. So, you know, but I know it's what you mean. Yeah. It, you know, it's interesting because I'm sure people had that question out there. Oh, yeah. Like, but you're going to get something. <laughs> well, oh, sure. It's antimicrobial. But you're going to get something anyway. It's called yeah. like from the moment you were born, you're going to die. Oh. Guaranteed. No way. We've already got it. Yeah. We've got it, baby. <laughs> terminal, <laughs> terminal illness called life. Congratulations, yeah. you've yeah. about to die. Yeah, so in the time between, are you dying or are you living? That's the, but that's it. Right. That's it. Well, and that kind of brings us back to CBD once again. I can't help but, but I like, I'm here and I'm just sitting here thinking about it. I'm thinking about you talking about what sin is. This cup that's so cool because like I do this, like that church started yeah. because I wanted to do communion mm -hmm. and the churches that I was around, people were looking at me, pastors looking at me saying, are you saved? And then the little PCA pastor down there saying, am I tensing the verb right in Greek and it driving me nuts and, I, and I'm, oh, yeah. I'm having all these problems. <laughs> oh yeah. Not because I didn't think that that was important, but I just thought like, here I am kind of high sitting in the service breaking the law because at that time I was just getting high. I was, yeah, right. Know, well, I was trying to get off the pills and that's yeah. kind of what helped me live today. And, and it's all this is going on in my head and I'm, and I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking if we're talking about the quality of life and are you living? You know, I want to ask you, like you just made that whole statement right there about how you were feeling inside of these other churches. And it's, it's funny that I, and yes, this CBD stuff, Absolutely. I just, but I brought up a question. Do you feel that today's churches are just following a script? No, I, I, I really believe that it's people that, like David and I, at one point felt like we were called to serve. So you go down there, you kneel down, you go through whatever the, the thing is and wherever you're at, right? You do whatever it is and you, you start serving and, and you're doing the best you can. Right. And you're trying to freaking eat. I mean, like right. the, those Baptist guys that we were talking about earlier, in my in my heart of hearts, I grew up independent Baptist. I, I mean, like I'm absolutely relating with you. But having gone back and explored this, like here's a group of guys going like, no, no, this is really it. And there's, there's a lot of fear and a lot of tension in that. And like, because I have to be this way. I have to look this way. I have to act this way. I have to talk this way. I have to say hello to these people. Think about the tension that drives a person that way. They're afraid. And, but at the time, all I can hear is like, do this and don't do that. And, and, and you know, part of me is wanting to be like, well, fuck you, you know? Uh, that's what I really was feeling mm -hmm. because I was never good enough. And then somewhere along the way, I, I you know, maybe, it's, maybe it is because I have post-traumatic stress, because, because I'm hurt, because I've experienced a lot of moral injury, because my friends are the people that also suffer now, right. because I'm, I'm doing a virtual church where I'm saying, go get your own bread out of the freezer and whatever and come back and do it later. I don't care. I mean, God doesn't, it, God's not 
sitting or there break, like break bread over some CBD or something like yeah. like you could do things, anything. Use the things that help you. Yeah. Instead of just being afraid of and, and why oh my not? God, I can't do the wrong thing. And why not? Why not rejoice? In that which God has given you, and, and, and so I do. I look at the other guys and I think to myself, when it's their time to join us, they'll be with us. Yeah, I, it, you know, it's like, like I, I was encouraging you the other day. I'm thinking, this is a small church plant, man. You know, a lot of church plants. What they do is they take 40 people and send them over. <laughs> Here, David, go lead your flock. You know, and you'll attract more people. <laughs> and, and David's like, as you said, parachuted into Pflugerville. And, yeah. And um, and it's really yeah. cool. In a sense, because I went down there and it's like, here's three or four people doing butterfly kicks and and and, and then praying together. It, it it reminded me of something that was like you take care of the body, and the soul, and the fellowship and the spirit. And, yeah. and, and it works in caring for people and a real part of life. And then all of a sudden, I mean, you did, you guys didn't even do the bread and the cup that yeah. day, and it was just prayer. And I thought, in a, in a sense, that is a form of communion. Yeah, I mean it's um, you know when Christ breaks that stuff, He breaks it and He's like, "Here, this is my body." So yeah. it's almost like you're talking about brokenness, and you guys were exercising your bodies, and then and then you're like, "Hey, I want you to meet this guy that owns this CBD shop," because you thought it was so cool. Because, well, because I think it's cool too. And, yeah. and you and I have had a lot of conversations about how important music is. I mean, you've got me gigs, tons of like. And then we've started working together, helping churches become veteran fellowships like this right here. This is a veterans fellowship. And if you will have a church with veterans in it, it should not be led by the pastor. There's a whole lot of stuff we can help you do this. David, is the, to plug David real quick, he, <laughs> he, wrote, he wrote a couple of books. That, well, it's not really about you. It's about yeah, yeah. the community. Post-traumatic God. You know, and, and you have another book called Death Letter, which you and I talked about David's book yesterday because that's a letter right there on your thing, of the song. Mm. And, um, and it's, it, it's like when you see this tie-in of people, like it blows me away that there are other people looking at us too and they're going, these guys are all effed up. Yeah, 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 like they're or all they, going to hell, or they've they, they, they've got it all together too, and that's some lies. Either too. One, yeah, <laughs> both of them are absolutely it's in the between. And to be honest, it's the both of those things are true, right? right. I mean, we're jacked up, yeah. but we're working on getting it together. So we're so we're right there in in all of that. And, it's whatever reality and, we're presenting that day. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> well, yeah we do present it too. But Shannon story. said, uh, but what I'm trying oh, yeah. to say is, at the end of the day, like we're we're all right there. We're all frigged up and we're all okay yeah at the same time and 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 that to me like we're sitting here like this guy owns a cbd shop and we've known each other for what three years now yeah three years um david has become new in my circle of friends and i'm gonna probably start going to church every sunday with you because i need to get up i need to stretch my me feet because they've been broken and I need to get back into to, to the spirituality of my life. Matt, I met who is out here doing this mobile <laughs> vet church that's, that's you know not created in borders, and you're doing the same thing right up here across across the street. And I'm out here going, hey, guess what? No matter how fucked up you are, you're okay. <laughs> it's okay. Just. We're all okay, man. We're all okay. 
Well, it, can, uh, yeah. Shannon's earlier question of of what's with these churches. And I, I would say like when you go to the mall at Christmas time, you see all these people there, and they all like their families. And I remember when I was divorced, recently divorced, I would go to places and see families like at Christmas time and be like, just feel this pain because I was like, they're oh, perfect yeah. and I'm right. broke. Yeah. And and that projection now. Had I gotten to know those people, I would have found out that they had a lot of stuff oh, going yeah, on too. Issues. And it's true in church, but church is often a place where people have this they have this facade, rightfully so, because we're mm -hmm. all just there, strangers, cocktail right. party level exchanges, right. mm -hmm. and we project that on them. But but once we get, that's why we have to get to know people. I say, give a church six months of sure. showing up yeah, sure. before you say like they're all shallow, you know. Like, yeah. Because you, I think you will find that it's a hot, more like a hospital, you know. But when you're right. in the lobby in the hospital, you don't act like you're sick. You just well, walk through, you know. Right. But I mean, so so fellowship with veterans is kind of my church, like yeah. especially Christian veterans, and and I'll, and I'll tell you why. I can say, I can say, Shannon. I had a bad, you know. I, I went into a, I went into a, a spell, dude, and I went and I did a, I got an eight ball of blue. I've hired two hookers. I had a crazy weekend. I feel terrible about it. I'm something's wrong with me. He'd be like, Why didn't you call me? Well, no, he would have been like, What's <laughs> no. wrong? He'd have been like, What's wrong with you? There's something we got to talk yeah. about. That. Oh he, yeah. And every one of our brothers would would just like this, big open arms. Totally. Get your ass yeah. over here. Let me totally. wrap my arms around you. Let me uh, let's let's figure this out. Something's wrong with you, bro. I can tell. Right. Absolutely. If Shannon, you know, Shannon's one of my best friends. If I hang out with Shannon and he's not right, I'm going to grab him by his shoulders. I'm going to square up with him. And I'm going to say, "Tell me what the fuck is wrong with you," and and then I'm going to figure out what it what it takes. And we're and, probably going to fight and then drink a beer. Yeah. And, and that and that's the way and that's the way our, our community is. Yeah. And and that was what was missing from from church growing up. It mm -hmm. wasn't Barrett. You, you drink more than the regular 16, 17 year old. Oh, you smoke a little pot too. <laughs> like, get your butt in here. Here's wide open arms. Let's let's figure out what's going on with you. It was, oh, he's the one that my kid needs to not hang out with. Yeah, he oh, left yeah. So, the faith. Yeah. So, where did I feel I, welcome? I was one of those people too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't. I was perfect. I wasn't. I was. I did all the. You know, I was actually all killed up to me later. But, you know, and and so so where are you naturally going to gravitate towards? Away. Well, from why that. don't we make one of yeah. these places, one of these places of wholeness and respite, yeah. uh, a place of open arms, and then let people gravitate towards there? Yeah. You know how much? Do you know how much money I spend on advertising and marketing? I hardly anything. Um, but. People leave here feeling better. They come back to tell us they're feeling better, and they want their friends to feel that way. Yeah. So they go grab their friends, like you got to come check this place out. It is a place that there's nice dogs running around. There's knowledgeable staff. They're friendly. They'll sit down on the couch and talk with you. They'll make you, you know, and and I'm not just selling CBD here, <laughs> you know, like like it's so much more than that. And um, I think it that is that's more than that. And, and I think that's the you know. I don't, I don't I, like. I guess what I'm getting at is, is people will gravitate towards open arms, and the judgment and everything else uh, that comes with the church and everything else like that. That you know, the traditional, typical church that we're, we've talked about, 
um, it's a turnoff to people. And and so, anyways, I love the fact that you're doing something that I've absolutely never heard of—a traveling veteran church on wheels. Like, <laughs> number one, it's just cool to say. Number two, like, hey, I I want to be a part of it. So just, all you do is join on Facebook. Yeah, yeah you know, like well, it's like, almost like calling it Biker Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the one of the churches uh, Chris and I've gone to a couple times. There's a biker church in yeah. in uh, Gerald that, that that we like to go to. Our neighbor goes to it. Oh yeah, all cool folks. Like like uh, we we've been we've we've only been once. We're we're gonna go again soon. But our neighbor goes to it, and he's he called me and he's like he's like, hey, uh, men's fellowship tonight. I'm like, oh really? That's cool. And uh, like they they go out there, ride their Harleys out to a nice restaurant. They have a steak and you know like cool stuff. Yeah. And I could, I could probably go there and have three or four beers with my steak if I felt like it. And and no, we'll say word. I'm, well, I'm just one of the dudes, you know. Like, yeah. could I could I do that at the Baptist Church? Probably not. Well, and, and, and it's yeah. it's a, it's a weird thing. This, but that's why, I, like, I think this whole idea of veterans talking like right now, us mm-hmm. talking. Who knows how many people will watch this? Who knows where it'll wind up? In the in the term of long term change for America, like the, the, you're, we're talking four very unique or veterans. globally, <laughs> and, and and so like here's just I mean just this is just one interview. There's been others, many others, yeah. and as we we start seeing this, and people say to me like, well you know I, I mean I've had pastors talk to me about like man it's like I, I'm getting this constant flux of veterans knocking on the door and say, or people knocking on the door saying they're veterans and asking for a handout and I'm really quick to point out like right here in the state of Texas even they say there's 25,000 veterans who sleep outside but there's 300 and I think it's 50 45,000 yeah yeah veteran lot, owned businesses mm-hmm. and yeah. so it's like it's like hang on a second so so like, why aren't why aren't churches having veterans fellowships? I, I guarantee you, veterans will police up after themselves. They will take care of your building. It has heat and air anyway, and and if the folks like it, veterans are probably liable to go like, oh man, the roof's caving in. We're gonna fix that. Yeah, because that's what we do. And yeah. and it's like, why not? Over half the church, over half of the churches in America have less than fifty people meeting in them. Mm-hmm. True story. On Sundays. Yep. Yeah, and so we're doing this in the yeah, Veterans Fellowship. So hey, another thing that you guys ought to know about, David's not a big touter of what David does, so sometimes I feel like i got to tell a little bit. <laughs> so David, I, feel, I feel like I need to read all three of it's these embarrassing. books. The, the books are crazy. I've got them they're, in my car. They're wild. <laughs> um, yeah. Especially Death Letter, God, Sex, and War. That. So, um, but David does this thing called the Moral Injury Conference. Yep, every year. And, and I've been playing at the last two. Yeah, right, and you're right. coming this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I've got to get going. Oh, you got to go? Yeah, soon. Okay. Soon, soon. We'll wrap this up. So David's doing this Moral Injury Conference, okay? Why isn't there a Moral Injury Conference in the capital of every state in the union? Everyone yeah. should have it. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's it, doable. Like, it's easy to do. You've started it, and where, I think. Where is this at? Uh, Seminary of Southwest in, in Austin, like 32nd Street. But it's a great venue. Right it's the, central. It's right um, by where we played at the Posse East. You know where yeah. Double Dave's is? Yep, oh, next okay. to the former Double Dave's, yeah. It's not there anymore? No, it's now Varsity. I used to skip school Same and go ownership, the different, time. not a franchise, just okay. the unfranchised. Okay. Gotcha. Same restaurant. Yeah. 
Well, we've been going an hour and 15 anyway. It does rest. Yeah, yeah. So, but I I just think that there's so much that veterans have to offer. Okay, so real quick. CBD, American Shaman. Yep. Be here. Come here. Right here in Pflugerville, and you're going to start another one up? Uh, Manor Airport Road. Yeah. That's that's looking (laughs) like a first week, first Saturday of March. Um, This one's off of Beacon. Avenue. You might have to plug my website real quick. Yeah, yeah, do it all. So if you Pekin, yeah. if you are interested in my products, go to www.ctx. That's Charlie Tango X-ray, AmericanShaman.com. And if you have any questions about products or anything else like that, feel free to email me directly. It's it's my name at that domain, Barrett B A R R E T T, at CTX American Shaman. And um, I'm pretty good about getting back to folks. So uh, f- feel free to to write me. Um, I'll talk to you about CBD. I'll probably just end up calling you, but um, I, I love talking to people about how CBD can help you and, and change your life a little bit. Hmm. Good word. Warrior Church, CBD, and Shaman. Yeah. Sh- 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 Shannon Books. Shaman Books. Shannon Books. Shannon Well, Shannon Book Music. He's in Vet Church. He'll do stuff too if you guys need people to come out. Um, play music. And, uh, and if you just need to talk, Dave Peters means. has a meeting to go to. So, yes. <laughs> so anyway, thank y'all for joining us. Thank you, um, <laughs> thank you guys for yeah being part of this. That was my pleasure, man. Thank Thanks. you for having me. Okay. Thank you for joining us for this Vet Church podcast. To learn more about Vet Church, visit www.vetchurch.com. <laughs>